0: Evening everyone, I hope you're all well and good and everything is fantastic with you. So this is Esther coming from Yorkshire and I felt that I hadn't spoken for a while and there's just so much going on in my life at the moment, I thought I'd share some thoughts. So um, for those of you who are following me, you will know that I have finally got my outdoor leg and I've been taking my leg out to places um I do keep forgetting to take any videos of my trips out but today I took my leg sofa shopping it's quite funny taking your leg places but it makes me chuckle and it helps me come to terms with the whole thing to sort of make it into a bit of a social joke and Um, I will put some of the pictures up I took, but they were kind of at the end of the thing, just as I was going in the car and I'd done it all. But there are other photos of that What I will post. So I guess what I wanted to talk about was people's perceptions. So... I have been told that there's um, a very small distance that we will only ever be able to walk on and it will always be on the flat and it will be a very short, tired distance then I'll rest. The thing about this, and um, I understand and have a huge amount of respect for my physio and um, every time he's told me this, I've just agreed because there's no point in disagreeing. But the distance I could walk walk when I first met him was completely different to the distance I walk now. So the theory is, in my mind anyway, the mechanics are the same. Whether you walk um, 50 yards or 50 miles, the mechanics are the same. The difference is, is building up strength, fitness and stamina. And that comes over periods of time. I mean, like months and months to years. And I'm really aware that this is not going to be a quick process. But also, it is a process. I will continue to improve as long as I continue to practice. So, for instance, today, I was coming, sitting, standing up and off at different height sofas. Now, that might not sound much to Joe Blogs, but for me, getting up and down from different heights, wearing my fake leg with my frame, is completely new and challenging. Um... So what was interesting was to consider whether I should go for a chair with both arms that I can push up on or a sofa where I can stretch out and get out into different positions. And when you're sitting in a wheelchair all day, it's quite important to be able to stretch out into different positions. So what I'm really talking about here is not my progress. or it kind of is. What I'm talking about is people's limitations, people's thoughts of what you're capable of and what it comes down to. It comes down to what you believe you can do is right. If you can believe you can do it, you're right. If you believe you can't do it, you're right. So I could introduce you to people on this journey who um sit and fester and don't do anything and don't achieve and don't improve and get more and more and more scared more and more petrified where they are what they're doing and don't move forward in fact my mum was a very good example of that she got so scared she became housebound you know, she wouldn't go out. She wouldn't do all sorts of things. And it it was years and years of building up. But it was also so sad to watch her just, in my mind, stop existing. People in my family would disagree with this, but in my mind, her quality of life ceased because she just existed in her chair and she became so scared of being out of her wheelchair. She was convinced that she'd fall every time she got out and she was so convinced she actually did. She fell every time she came out and it was a vicious circle What went round, around, 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 and, um, so, you know, I believe one day I'll walk a lot further. I believe it would continue to grow. I will continue to grow. And that will happen because I believe it to happen. So today, I got out of the lift at the multi-storey car car park and walked from the lift to the car. Now, it wasn't a long distance. I don't know how far it was, to be honest. Um, it was probably a distance I'd walked before. But this, what was different, was it slightly uphill. Now, not hugely, but slightly uphill. And I've been told to just walk on the flat. I just did it. It was no different than walking on the flat, to be honest. It used no different technique. It was, I felt very safe. I felt very secure. Just in case there was any issues, my wheelchair was right beside me. But I just did it. And, and as long as I have the attitude that I can do it. We got out to the car and it was... A different PA a different car when we first left and I didn't realize how low her car was I'd just been thinking is it big enough to fit everything in the back but I didn't click how actually low it was and I was like I have no idea how I'm going to get into it and she was like well how are we going to do it and I was like I don't know but we figured it out we just did, did it and and did it quite easily, calmly, safely because I wasn't stressing about it because I had made the decision. I'd get in the car and I'd go out today. That was a decision I'd already made. So it just became. Just let's figure it out. It wasn't limitation. I was pushing myself through the shops. I was going in and out of the sofas. I was checking things out. I was hanging out with the leg i was doing all these things and i even though i'm really scared to get out into the world and i am scared i'm also really excited to not have people telling me how to do things not have people telling me what to do or what i can do and what i can't do and don't get me wrong i have a huge amount of respect from my physio. I think he's amazing. I really like him. But I just disagree with him. And I don't need to discuss it with him. I don't need to debate it with him. I don't need him to tell me that he thinks he's right and he thinks this is the right thing. Equally, his assistant told me there's no way I can make it to on the plane to America. She literally said there's no way you can do it. You can't go to the toilet. It's not possible. And I was like, well, how does that help me? Because actually legally I have to go to America. So how does that attitude help me? And by the way, I was fine on the plane. Going to the toilet was very easy and very simple. And the first thing I said to her when I was got back was it was easy and simple. And if you can transfer into a normal chair, you can do it. And that they shouldn't shouldn't continue to tell people they're unable to do it. But they're they're not doing it out of meanness or coolness or anything like that. They just don't want people to take unnecessary risks and hurt themselves. But life is a risk. Now, don't get me wrong. I am being very safe. I'm being very cautious. I'm very aware of the dangers around me because I do not want to end up in hospital again. It's not worth the risk for me. But also he underestimates how stubborn and pig-headed I am and how determined I am to achieve certain things. And this little short walkie, i tell you what it does achieve. It allows me to get into friends' houses. And I'm actually quite excited about going to Bristol, Going to London and being able to get into loved one's homes and have a cup of tea. Sit on the sofa, have a chat, sit at the kitchen table, enjoy a meal. Those things are really, really important to me. And it's really important I don't stop doing them. Because I'm still young, I still have a life delayed. And, um... That leads me to the next thing I wanted to talk about. A friend, old school friend, someone when I met when I was 11 and I was really close to, right up through sixth form, were really close and actually we fell out when I started my business and she misunderstood what I did and took, went funny about it and stopped speaking to me. She didn't even turn up to my weddings. The first thing I really knew about it was when she decided not to come to the wedding and she didn't ever really tell me the reason why. And she disappeared out of my life for years and years and years and years. And it's 11 years later. And we've recently made contact again on social media. And she was talking to me and asking me about my business. And she said something to me. She said, so have they still kept you? I hope they didn't fire you when you came ill. I said, what do you mean fire me? It's my business. I'm self-employed. I work under the umbrella of an international company, but still my business, I'm still self-employed. And by the way, it grew when I was in hospital it continued to grow I carried on getting the same thing every single month it carried on being like that so actually if I wanted a security blanket something to protect you for that unknown occasions, that unknown event this was one of the things I would choose but what was really interesting is we've been such good friends and somehow the misunderstanding interpretation had destroyed our friendship and she didn't even know what it was. She hadn't even fully understood what it was. I did. And how many people prejudge, make judgments, make a snap decision, whether it's about how far someone can walk after accident, what someone how someone's going to recover, how they're going to deal with friends and family, how they're going to talk to loved ones, or to what are they going to do with their business, what they doing with their career, where they're going for the future. We're all so busy making presumptions and decisions and judgments about other people and my point is maybe we should just be busy focusing on ourselves and figuring out what it is we want and what we can do and what we are going to say yes to and what are we going to bring into our world into our lives because if you want to manifest and create your dream life you really need to be asking yourself what it is you really, really want. So, how many people say they want financial freedom? I want to be free. But what does that actually mean? Seriously, have you actually thought about what that means to you individually? So, so many people... Um, want to be financially free but don't know how much it financially free is how much do you need to feel financially free and that figure you're thinking in your head you probably should times it by 10 in my opinion whatever the figure is you should times it by 10 but that's my opinion you know everyone's different what what a figure suits one person is not going to be the same for someone else because what's financial freedom for one person won't be financial freedom for someone else because we're all living different lives and then that leads to what who do you become when you're financially free what is the life you lead and how much of that can you do now so for instance um Someone who wants to live in a particular neighborhood. Okay, you might not be able to afford a house in that neighborhood right now, but you certainly could afford to go for a walk in it. You can certainly afford to go and look at houses, even from the outside from it. You can maybe go and afford to have a drink at a bar or a cafe and spend time in that environment. Spend time imagining what it would be like for this place to be your local cafe your local shop maybe go shop your food in that area maybe go and buy and start thinking about what your life will be when you're living that dream life what activities will you do who will you spend time with will you still work what sort of work will you do what how are you going to spend your life so it should be more than just these words what oh, i want to be financially free what does that actually mean and if you don't understand what that means to you significantly as an individual you're never going to achieve it it's always going to be a pipe-off dream because you what what is the dream you don't know what it is even so Come clear about what you believe is possible. Don't listen to anyone else. Be the misfit, stand out differently, follow your own path, follow your own box route, find your own niche, find your own area, find where you belong, find your people, find the people that would cheer you along, stand you up, hold you high. Because quite honestly, those are the people you should spend doing for your life. And if they can't sing you along, cheer you along, and root for you and believe in what you want, even if it's not for them, they don't have to be for them. But if they can't say, wow, it means something, something to you, wow, this sounds great, this is fantastic, go for it. If they can't say that, they shouldn't be in your life. That's my point. They should at least be able to support you. At least be able to cheer you along. At least be able to sit and listen to what is really involved. I can almost guarantee you, you ask my closest family, my brothers, my stepdad, my father, what I actually do in my business, they won't be able to tell you. They don't know. They presume a lot. They make so many judgments. But none of them actually know what I do and the dreams I have and ambitions I have. And I'm finding my own niches and my own circle of people who do know, who do get it, who will support me, who will cheer me along, who will shout for me, who... who, I just had a meeting with someone I'm in the collective with who just every suggestion I made was like, yeah, that's great, that's fantastic. How can I help you achieve that? How to do that? What to do? So this is the Pull and Push It Along, who's um, an organisation that um, supports disabled people, to have a weekend of getting on the field and playing um, baseball and trying and giving it a go and being rough and tumbled and doesn't matter if they fall or doesn't matter if they can't do it. It's all about just giving it a go and then the following day. They get to watch a game with professionals. They get to sit back and join that as a family. And that's all supported by a collective of business people who are all there pushing and pulling each other along. I'm the first international person I am um, to join the collective. I am incredibly, incredibly excited and proud to be part of it and the next few weeks you'll be hearing me talk about it more and more and more and seeing more and more what it involves and what it's on to and um, yeah. So this is just I wanted to say something about the things that people are uh, coming out and saying to me now as they're changing. And it's a really, really interesting part of my journey because I'm finding out who the new me is, where the new me is going and what who she's becoming and what she's going to do. And maybe um, a slightly uh, softer, I'm not going to say fenomen Tasha, not necessarily what I believe. Uh, sorry, that's the inside joke. Tasha wants me to be much more feminine, But a slightly softer version of me when I listen in a different way and I approach things in a different way and maybe less a ball, ball in the china shop. Now, there's still that side of me. I still got that side. But maybe it's just coming a bit calmer and a bit more balanced. And, um... Maybe I'm listening to myself a little bit more about who I want to be and coming a lot clearer about where the future is and where I'm going and where I belong and what's coming into my life and just feeling so, so grateful of all these opportunities and where they're coming from and the different different directions they're taking me. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to leave you with that of thinking about that today. I hope it's made you stop and think and question some things. I hope in the long run, when you decide what you're doing with your life, the only voice you really listen to is your own. I hope you strive to be a misfit and proud to do your own circle your own route and to create a new future for who you are and what you want to be go out there find your own route find your own journey and be proud of the person you are becoming take care everyone um lots and lots of love speak soon bye